What's going on, folks, and welcome in to the Sports Tree Studio for this week's edition of Trees 3. I'm Connor Rountree, and we're back, baby, to break down the three most prominent sporting events of the weekend, the three sporting events that you should be paying attention to. If you don't know about them, we'll be breaking them down, and we'll, we'll set your weekend lineup for your butt to be in the couch and enjoy these sporting events with full previews, picks, and predictions. Now, obviously, the NHL playoffs are in full force, the NBA playoffs are in full force, and the MLB regular season is rocking and rolling. We won't be covering those sports today, just specifically sports that are going down this weekend. For our NBA, NHL, MLB, all that stuff, check out our content through the week. We're on top of all of it. But the first sporting event that we have to talk about, coming in at number three this week here on Trees 3, is the Wells Fargo Championship from Quail Hollow. Now, we broke down this tournament earlier in the week on Talkbury to Me, presented to you by Everyday Freight. And I, I like the way the tournament's shaping up right now, right? We took Patrick Cantley and Max Homa to win this thing, and both of them are sitting top 20 heading into the weekend. So they'll both make the cut. However, it's Wyndham Clark leading the way with Terrell Hatton and Nate Lashley. I wish this was last week when we bet on Wyndham Clark to win the Mexico Open. He's keeping that same form, that same consistency up, and uh, and he's looking good heading into the weekend. So if you're looking at for a pick heading into the weekend, obviously Terrell Hatton, he's got the accuracy. He's looking good. Justin Thomas is storming up the field. I've heard rumors that he may be dealing with a hip injury, but JT through the first couple days is looking pretty darn good. So those are some guys that you should look out for heading into the weekend. Coming in at number two this week, folks, on Trees 3 is a little UFC action from Newark, New Jersey. It's UFC 288. The Octagon returns to New Jersey, and this is going to be a pretty fun card. There's a lot of money to be made in this card, a lot of pretty even, even fights, and we're going to run through every single fight on the card right now. And just kind of give you an introduction to them. You can head over to sportstreet.ca, see our full pick package for this event, our best bets, parlays, fittest props, everything that you need to know is on sportstreet.ca. But let's just give you a little introduction to these fights right now. Joseph Holmes versus Claudio Hebero is the first fight of the night. I wouldn't be playing this one, but uh, if I were a gun to the head kind of thing, if I were to play it, I'd have to go with the, the power of Ribeiro. He's He's got the leg kicks and he's got the hand speed. Uh, Joseph Holmes a little slower. However, he seems like the more well-rounded fighter, and that's why this is just a stay-away spot. Up next, folks, it's Phil Haas versus Ikram Alaskirov, and I'm going to have to take Ikram in this one. Look, his only ever loss is to is to Hazmat Shemaev. Yeah, that beast that just barely got by Gilbert Burns, right? So Phil Haas just not on the same level in my opinion Phil Haas is an excellent prospect he's an extremely well-rounded fighter except he always falls short in those big fights and I think this is one where Ikram is going to be able to, to time his shots land some power punches and, and just control this fight at range so while it is a dicey fight Phil Haas tends to slow down uh, slow down later in fights so even if he does win the first round I like Ikram to turn it around and win this one later on moving on up the card it's Braxton Smith versus Parker Porter 1-800-GAMBLER fight of the night do not bet on this fight either Braxton Smith is going to sleep Parker Porter in the first two minutes or Parker Porter is somehow going to finish this fight later and it's not going to be pretty. I think these guys combine way over, I think it's 500 pounds of weight colliding in the octagon on Saturday night and it's it's just, it's, the, it's not the most athletic fight. Let's put it that way. Save your money, keep it in your pocket because either guy could win that fight um, just off of a Hail Mary punch. That's why it's the heavyweight division. Marina Rodriguez versus Verana Jandaroba. Now, I'm seeing a lot of people on Jandaroba in this fight, and she's a slight underdog. However, I'm all over Marina Rodriguez in this one. I think she's got the striking pedigree, and she'll be able to roll on the mat and get back to her feet if Jandaroba is able to take her down. That's Jandaroba's path to victory. Get this fight to the ground and hunt the, and hunt the submission. However, Marina Rodriguez, she's pretty good on the mat. It's not like she's a fish out of water, and she's going to have a clear striking advantage. She has a reach advantage, and I think she's all around just a better fighter, and if Verana Jandaroba is losing to Hebos and losing to Dern, well, 
uh, Mackenzie Rodriguez beat both those girls. So Simon says, fact says that uh, that Marina Rodriguez, you know, MMA math, it's not always right, but Marina Rodriguez comes through on the MMA math check. She passes the eye test for me, and I think she's just going to win this fight on damage. 29-28, very close split decision, so you'll be sweating it, but dash 130 for Marina Rodriguez isn't a bad look. Chaos Williams versus Ronaldo Bedoya. Um, Chaos Williams via knockout. Moving on up the card, Kenny Nchuku versus Devin Clark. Now we have to take Nchuku in this one. He's got an 8-inch reach advantage, absolutely massive, and Devin Clark's path to victory is the wrestling. The problem is when you're going up a guy that's six foot five in the 205 pound division, getting in tight to get to those legs is going to be extremely difficult, especially when he has an 83 inch reach. That eight inch reach advantage is going to be crucial to control the range and the grappling. And then I think Kenny Nchukwu is just going to knock out Devin Clark at range. We saw Devin Clark get knocked out, I believe, thrice in his UFC career. He's been knocked out once. Uh, yeah, three times in his UFC career, and I think it'll be four times come Saturday night. And Chukwu just too long and too strong. It's Matt Favola taking on Drew Dober to kick off the main card, and I like Drew Dober in this one. This is my pick for fight of the night. These two guys are warriors, and one of them's going out on their shield. One of these guys is going to get knocked out, and I'm going to have to take Matt Favola to be the guy that goes down simply because Drew Dober's chin is made of granite. And I think that's going to be the difference. Both these guys are going to clip each other. It's just I think Drew Dober is going to get the last laugh. I think he could get dropped in the first round, but come back and, and do what he kind of did against Terrence McKinney, right? Look like he's going to get starched early, come back, show that will, show that heart, and absolutely power through Favola. Favola keeps his hands down, and against his southpaw with a powerful left hand like Drew Dober, that right hand needs to be up, and he keeps that hand down. So I think uh, Favola is just going to walk into a power shot later in this fight, and Drew Dober is going to put his lights out. Make sure you take Drew Dober to win that fight. Cron Gracie versus Char Charles Jordan is the fight I'm most excited for. I'm a huge Charles Jordan fan. Here's a fun fact about Cron Gracie. I do not think his IQ is all there. First of all, he tried to stand and trade in his last fight against Club Swanson, which was back in 2019. And guess what? Yeah, he lost that fight. If he tries to stand and trade against Charles Jordan, he's going to lose this fight too. And again, his fighting IQ just simply isn't there. And this guy also thinks the world is flat. He's on record. He's one of those flat earth guys. So I just, I can't trust a guy with the fight IQ that wants to stand and trade with Cub Swanson when you have the name Gracie and you have a BJJ black belt. And then you also think the world is flat. You, just, you can't be that smart. You can't be that educated. I apologize if that seems kind of mean, but Charles Jordan should be able to win this fight. Just based like he'd win. I think he'd win the spelling bee. I think he'd win a math contest. And I, I think he'll, he's going to win this fight. Just based off of brain. Mozart Evluev versus Diego Lopez. Now, this was going to be a great fight. It was supposed to be Mitchell versus Evluev. Actually, it was supposed to be Mitchell versus JSP. JSP dropped out. Then they added Evluev. Now, Evluev, uh, now Mitchell has dropped out. So, Evluev is now fighting uh, Diego Lopez. And uh, Diego Lopez is just a worse version of Bryce Mitchell. Take Evluev and all your parlays to absolutely wipe the floor, floor with them. Probably a submission finish. Jessica Andrade versus Jan Janan. I think this is Jessica Andrade all day. I think she has a grappling advantage. And even if she doesn't take it to the ground, her power is going to punch Jan Janan in the face, quite literally. If you're losing to uh, Carlos Barza and getting knocked out, I think um, I think Jessica Andrade is going to take you down and literally beat the living crap out of you. Like, rip her arm off and beat her to death with it. Uh, this line's extremely close, but I just don't see a path to victory for Jan here. So I'm going to be taking Jessica Andrade in a, in, in a lot of spots here. I think this is a great fight for her, a great matchup to get back into the win column. Co-main event, Bilal Muhammad versus Gilbert Burns. Now, I know I've talked about this a few times on this platform. I was able to interview Gilbert Burns and talk to him down in Miami. Uh, down in Florida and man he's just looking confident he's looking fresh he's looking mean he's looking clean he dominated Jorge Masvidal I think he's going to have the grappling advantage 
in terms of, of jiu-jitsu here. So if Blah Muhammad does want a level change, he's going to be doing so at his own risk, right? You're going up against a guy that has a ton of submissions and a BJJ, he's a BJJ world champion, right? Gold medalist and silver medalist. So if he's not winning, if he's not the best BJJ practitioner in the world for his weight, he's the second best. So I really like Gilbert Burns on the mat if it goes there. I think he's the better striker. However, it is a five round fight. So if Bilal Muhammad can put a pace on Gilbert Burns, that could be the problem. However, Bilal Muhammad's coming off of Ramadan. He wanted this fight to be at a catch weight, so I'm not sure if he's going to be in the best shape coming in, which is why I like Gilbert Burns all that more. I think the one big thing that Bilal Muhammad has over Gilbert Burns is the cardio, but coming off of Ramadan, coming in on short notice, I don't know if that cardio will be there, so I'll take Burns to control the ground game and land the more powerful shots on the feet and en route to victory in this fight. Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. This is a tough one to call. Uh, it's a pick'em fight. If Henry Cejudo didn't have a break, I'd be all over Henry Cejudo. He's the better fighter. He's literally an Olympic wrestling champion. Um, not that that comes into too much pedigree here, because Aljamain Sterling could theoretically just backpack him. But I think uh, Henry Cejudo is going to be too strong and too small for this division for Sterling to really get a grasp on him and get a grasp on his limbs. So I like Henry Cejudo in the fact that uh, if this fight was five years ago. However, as of now, it's going to be a really good fight. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you watch it, and you can get all of our picks over on sportstreet.ca, all of our parlays, all of our fight props, everything that you need to know over on sportstreet.ca. Check it out right now. All right, folks, coming in at number one this week on Trees 3 is a little Formula One action from Miami. We have your best bets from the Miami International Autodrome. And Max Verstappen, he's back in the saddle. He won this event last year, and he's coming off a second-place finish. And he's only got a six-point lead on teammate Sergio Perez after Sergio Perez's victory last week in on the streets of Baku. So it'll be a ton of fun this week. And here's a couple picks that I, I want to look out for that I was just doing my homework on. Lando Norris to finish in the points, dash 195 on points bet. This McLaren team is finally starting to around in the form a little bit and I think they can get back into that mid-tier competition level get back into that field of kind of competing with the mid-tier cars so I like him to finish in the points get a top 10 finish for Lando Norris finishing the points dash 195 I'm all over that. Another safer pick that I'm looking at is Lewis Hamilton in a top six position. I'm a huge Lewis Hamilton fan, and he hasn't finished outside the top six yet this season. He doesn't have the best set of wheels under him. However, back in Miami, he's he, he likes Miami. He said earlier this week that he's happy to be back on American soil. So I think Lewis Hamilton with some good vibes and just knowing that he can compete with these guys for a top six finish, I think that's going to be crucial. Again, I don't expect him to win. I don't expect him to be competing for a podium finish. Again, four consecutive top six finishes to start the year. Lewis Hamilton, one of the best drivers of all time. Our third and final pick for this race, folks, is Charles Leclerc to finish on the podium. He's running extremely well right now. He won pole position for both the sprint race and the Grand Prix last weekend in Baku. So obviously the car is running hot. And then the, as for the track history, it's also there for him. He won the pole position last year at Miami at this race and then finished second only to Max Verstappen. So a top three finish at plus money this week for, for um, Charles Leclerc is something that I'm extremely interested in. Again, you can get that at plus money, plus 120 only on points bet. All right, folks, before we get out here, we have to give you our Trees 3 trivia question to get in to win a pair of NBA or NHL tickets to see your favorite teams play live. Just sock the microphone once again. I'm clearly excited. Now, here's your question. We're going to keep it on the F1 circuit. Who won the 2022 Miami Grand Prix? All you have to do is head over to Sports Tree right now, answer that question, and you're in to, and you're in to win. Remember, an upgrade in your subscription and upgrading your chances of winning. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree. Cheers. You've made it to the weekend. Three, two, one. Yeah.